Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. This is Faraz Siddiqui. Uh, going to go over your week 12. No, we're already in week 13. Jeez Louise. Week 13, waiver wire pickups. We're almost in the playoffs. Playoffs, by the way. This is a new year. 18-game season. So we're starting the playoffs in week 15, I hope. I hope your league is doing that. Okay, week 15, 16, and 17. Um, so we got two more weeks to make the playoffs. I'm rooting for you guys. I'm hoping that some of these waiver wire pickups can help you. Okay. So there are a couple must pickups and I'm honestly surprised. I'm a little disappointed to be honest with you. I'm a little disappointed that Alexander Madison is still available on so many damn waiver wires. I mean, he's available on in 51%. No, I'm sorry, 49% of Yahoo leagues. I mean, that, that's crazy to me. Dalvin Cook's going to be out for at least two weeks with that shoulder injury. Um, apparently, he has two shoulder injuries. Both of his shoulders are injured. He's been playing with a, um, what, what's his injury? Whatever his injury is. He's playing with a bad shoulder. Two bad shoulders now. I'm recording this at 730 in the morning. I'm barely awake. But we got this. <laughs> um. So, you know, there's no word whether Alexander Madison, I'm sorry, Dalvin Cook is going to be placed on IR. Um, but if he's a, if Madison's available, he is the top priority. He'll, he's going to be an RB1 and will probably finish as a high-end RB1 while Cook is out. So if I have any fab left, I am spending the rest of it on Alexander Madison. If he's available, 100%. Just blow it all. Now, listen. If you already made the playoffs, right, maybe you don't want to spend it all on Madison. Maybe you do it only if, you know, you're trying to, like, win the most points in your league or trying to make get the first seed or and you have, you know, some real incentive to do that. Sure, I get it. Um, but if you're trying to make the playoffs and Madison is available, he is the guy. Jamal Williams, uh, next up for me. Dan Campbell said that it, it, it'll be hard to say that DeAndre Swift will play in Week 13. And by the way, these are these are these are must pickups. Okay, these are three must pickups for me. Um, it, it's going to be hard to say that DeAndre Swift. He said that it's going to be hard to say that DeAndre Swift will play in Week 13. So Williams is on deck to be the workhorse with Swift likely out. There's no guarantee that Swift plays in Week 14. Um, so Williams can potentially catapult you into the fantasy playoffs. So I think, you know, 50% of fab or so on Jamal, uh, is a good idea. 
he's probably going to be very involved in the passing game. He's going to get some work in the run game. Um, he's game script independent, I would say. Amir Abdullah, listen, Christian McCaffrey, he's out for the season, uh, and I can understand picking up Chuba Hubbard before, you know, the only viable start for him will likely be against the Falcons in week 14 after their bye. Remember, if you're picking up these guys, they are on bye next week. Well, this week, okay? Um, but if your focus is getting in, is on getting into the playoffs, then Hubbard will be the guy ranked higher than Abdullah. But if you're looking for help while in the fantasy playoffs, Abdullah will likely be the better play in matchups against Buffalo, Tampa, and New Orleans. Those are three very tough run defense, and the Panthers will likely be down. So I think Abdullah will be the one on the field while the Panthers are in passing situations and while they play catch-up. So I think 30% of fab on Abdullah makes sense. Um, only in PPR leagues um, and you know, only if, if you're trying to just you know, stash a running back, a usable running back, you know, over the stretch run. Now, a a few more running back pickups. Deontay Foreman, he was the primary early down running back for the Titans in week 12. He ended the game with 19 carries for 109 yards. Um, He claimed about 50% of snaps and the Titans went back to being run heavy uh, despite, um, you know, being in a negative game script. The hope is that McNichols Returning at some point after the bye doesn't make this a three-man backfield. And that, you know, either he replaces Hilliard or Hilliard takes his job. Like, the hope is that this remains a two-man backfield, you know. Um, Otherwise, it's going to be hard to extract any fantasy value from this backfield. Um, Either way, you know, it does seem like Titans are willing to give Foreman volume. So he'll be a flex option in Week 14 against the Jaguars. But the range of possibilities remains somewhat wide you know, with the backfield still in a state of flux, um, you know, when McNichols is back. Um, So for Foreman, I think 25% of Fab or so makes sense for him. And obviously, you know, you can spend more if you need to, depending on if you're you're in need of a running back. Uh, Dontrell Hilliard, he had 12 carries on about 50% of snaps, one of which was a 68-yard touchdown that put him at 131 rushing yards on the day. Hilliard was the primary passing down back. He ran... 15 routes to Foreman's 9, according to PFF. Um, Jeremy McNichols might return from his concussion after the Week 13 bye, but it seems as though, you know, Hilliard might have earned a role based on how he's looked over the last two weeks. The hope is that McNichols' return doesn't make this a three-man backfield, you know, if you want Hilliard to pan out for you. So I think 20% of fab or more on Hilliard makes sense, but just just remember that McNichols' return, you know, can put a dent um, in his fantasy value. Now, I mentioned Chuba Hubbard, you know, with, with Christian McCaffrey out for the season. Um, the, the, you know, the Panthers are on by. And, you know, I think Hubbard can provide a RB2 start for you in Week 14 against the Falcons. He was able to get more volume, um, you know, and, and had a solid against them earlier in the, you know, solid game against them earlier in the year. Um, I wouldn't consider a Hubbard a long-term asset because I don't expect the matchups beyond Week 14 to be favorable. For Hubbard's early down role, whether it's because it's a tough matchup and, you know, it's because, you know, they're going to be in a negative game script. So, so Chuba Hubbard was the guy early on in the year, uh, but since then, um, he hasn't been the guy on passing downs and Amir Abdullah has actually been kind of taking a lot of those snaps away. Uh, Matt Breida, another running back that you could potentially pick up. Uh, he was the preferred running back 
for the Bills to start on Thanksgiving. Uh, that left Zach Moss as a healthy scratch. Now, prior to, prior to the, the Thanksgiving game, uh, head coach Sean McDermott did tell us that Breida has earned a bigger role, and he kind of showed that. So, Breida did start out hot in that game, but Devin Singletary got more touches as the game progressed, especially in the second half. So, in a closer game, we might see Breida continue to be involved throughout. So, he's worth adding in most leagues to see where his role goes. Um, it's very possible Breida just replaces Moss in a backfield in which both backs continue to be pretty much, you know, unstartable, but he's Still worth rostering in case he does take over as the 1A and if, if the, any gap um, grows between him and Devin Singletary. Um, and I, I guess 15% of Fab or so would do it for, for Brita for me. Now, I, I wish I could tell you which got to pick up between Boston Scott and Jordan Howard. Uh, we don't know the status of Miles Sanders just yet. You know, he might have re-aggravated his ankle and we don't know if Jordan Howard will return this week either. Um, Nick Sirianni said that he'll give updates on these guys on Wednesday. Um, I, I just wish he knew that, you know, our waivers are running on Tuesday, you know what I'm saying? But I'd probably take a shot on Boston Scott, you know, between the two, like as of right now, since he's the healthiest of the three. Um, but Howard will likely be the one, a, if he practices and, and he goes and if Sanders doesn't go this week, so it's going to be a fluid situation all week. It's tough. It's tough to gauge, you know, even if all these guys are healthy, it's going to be tough to figure out what this backfield looks like. Uh, if Sanders gets full practices in, I, I firmly believe that he'll be the one, a, and he'll get his shot at, you know, 15 to 20 carries. I, I really do. Um, but you know, you know, he almost had, he would have had 20 carries last week if he didn't re-aggravate his ankle. Um, it, it's going to be a fluid situation all week. Um, so just keep that in mind. I think for Scott, I'll put down like 15%, Howard 10% or so, but it really depends at this point in the year, you know, how much fab do you have left? And you, you can kind of figure that out on your own, but I'm just giving the, these examples, um, just so you kind of get an idea of how I value them compared to the rest of the guys. Um, so the Jets continued in a three-man backfield rotation on Sunday. Uh, Tevin Coleman led the way in rushing attempts in a win against the Texans. But the Jets aren't going to be in too many positive or neutral game scripts moving forward, including this week against the Eagles. You know, regardless of who the Eagles quarterback is going to be, by the way, Jalen Hurts does have an ankle injury. I'd expect, you know, Ty Johnson to be the guy to start this week uh, due to his role in the passing game. Um, he is the passing down back. So if you're need, in need of a PPR flex for the next two weeks, he can potentially get it done for you. Um, David Johnson seemed a bit banged up this past week and, and Rex Burkhead played on 61% of snaps, led the backfield on touches. Um, you know, he's involved in the passing game too. There is a chance he is like viable in a deeper PPR league at some point. I mean, 15 touches this past week, 18 touches the week before, you know, some people might take that, you know, depending on your situation. Um, moving on to wide receiver pickups, Van Jefferson, he had, he had a 23.6% target share on Sunday night. He's always going to be a threat to boom for you. Um, his targets have hovered around seven uh, before the bye, and then it jumped to nine this past week. So the Rams, you know, they might not have to throw a ton this week against Jacksonville, but it's a good matchup, and it really only takes one play for Jefferson to come through. He almost caught a second touchdown if he didn't step out of bounds. So I'd take advantage and pick him up right now before your league mates finally catch up. Um, he should have been picked up already, to be honest with you. But, you know, solid matchups the rest of the way. Uh, Jefferson played a ton of snaps in the slot, you know, this, this past week coming out the bye. So that's interesting. And if that continues, he's going to be a sneaky every week wide receiver three. So if he's available, you need a wide receiver 30% plus fab on him. Um, you know, we'll be perfectly fine. Kendrick Bourne 
Um, his target share hasn't been dependable, but he's one of those players who's involved every week, can get it done for you more often than not. Um, he's also had a few wide receiver one weeks this year, so he can raise the ceiling of your team um, if you have like you know a few uninspiring every week floor plays in your starting lineup every week. So I think 10% to 15% of fab on Kendrick Bourne. Um, okay, Sterling Shepard. He's been the only wide receiver who's got it done in every game he's played for the Giants. Um, even with Kenny Galladay being the only viable wide receiver for the Giants this past week, he still couldn't get it done for you. So Shepard, he's widely available. You know, we don't quite know when he'll return, and that's part of the reason why he's widely available. But it's possible he's back as soon as this week. So if you need of a wide receiver for the stretch run, I think he's a solid add. Um, the hope is that he can stay healthy. So I'm willing to spend about 20% of my fab on Shepard for the stretch run. Now, Kadarius Tony also has the ability. So if you're looking for a wide receiver stash, he can come through once, you know, once, you know, the Giants offense or, or if the Giants offense can ever get it together post Jason Garrett. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is another boom bust play. Um, if you're looking to raise the ceiling of your team, you can add Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Derek Carr has shown the desire and ability to find his deep targets. You know, he did it with Amari Cooper, Nelson Aguilar, uh, you know, Ruggs, and now he's doing it with, with Deshaun Jackson. So, you know, I wouldn't expect consistency, but he can still separate deep and get it done for you, you know, on one big, on one big play. Josh Reynolds, you know, has pretty much had full route participation over the last two weeks. He led the Lions in targets on Thanksgiving. Um, he showed off some big playability. He's a deep league addition as well. Um, <laughs> I'll consider Russell Gage finally. Um, he's put he's put up three or four solid PPR flex games together. So I'll, I'll entertain starting him, you know, moving forward. Uh, just know that just when you think you can trust him, he'll drop a goose egg on you. Um, I guess I'm not ready to get hurt again. <laughs> you know what I mean? But listen, if you're in a deeper league and, and you need a guy in PPR just to kind of hold it down, I, I can totally see going with Gage. A few tight end pickups, uh, Foster Moreau, Darren Waller, he's likely out this week. He's considered week to week, um, so he could potentially miss another week too. So, you know, Foster Moreau can fill in as a tight end one for you. When he, when Waller missed in week seven, Moreau went uh, six for six for 60 yards and a touchdown, and he also ran around on 100% of Derek Carr's drop back. So that's legit usage right there. Uh, James O'Shaughnessy, uh, Dan Arnold has an MCL sprain, he'll likely miss the rest of the fantasy football season, so, you know, O'Shaughnessy is back from injury, there's a good chance his route participation could be as high as Darnold's was before he came back, so he's a borderline um, tight end one in PPR leagues, if that's the case, I'm not trusting it off the bat, I want to see it first, but just keep that keep this in mind. Cole Komet caught 8 of 11 targets for 65 yards on Thanksgiving, had a quiet week 11, uh, but also had an 8-target, eight, eight 6-catch, 87-yard performance before the bye. So he's worth an add, can be streamed this week if you're desperate. It's possible that he makes his way into tight end 1 territory if he becomes more consistent. Uh, this week's matchup isn't great, but his matchup against the Lions on Thanksgiving wasn't too great either. A couple quarterback streams and pickups, Taysom Hill. Um, he's number one for me. Reports are saying that Hill's getting uh, starting reps this week, and it's possible that he becomes the QB1 for the Saints as soon as this week. So if he's a starter, he's a fantasy QB1 start. Um, his rushing ability, his usage around the goal line, that's enough to consider him for this week and for the rest of the season. So, you know, apparently the reason he's not been starting is because he was still nursing a foot injury. Who knows? But, um, but yeah, so if you're in need of a quarterback, you know, 35 to 50%. You know, if you're streaming, this isn't a good good streaming year. I'm taking the shot that Taysom Hill can be my guy um, to win me a fantasy championship. 
couple more streamers. Carson Wentz against Houston. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa against the Giants. Um, Tyrod Taylor against Indy. Teddy Bridgewater in Kansas City. Um, defensive stream in order, by the way. That's in order. Um, defensive streams. Um, the Dolphins against the Giants at home. Kansas City at home against Denver. And Cincinnati at home against the Chargers. That's what we got today. By the way, these are these are all guys uh, and teams uh, who are rostered in less than 50% of leagues. All right. Okay, guys. Uh, I'm wishing you guys the best of luck. I hope you guys make your fantasy playoffs. Good luck this Thursday night. Um, good luck for the rest of the season. I'll be back on Thursday with the matchups. I'll talk to you guys soon. Take it easy. See ya.